Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Not Presently Deceased Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Hello. That was totally Ooh. our first take of that. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> Exposed. Exposed. Uh, welcome back to our show. We have been gone a while, but that's because one, we're incredibly busy. Two, season one is over. And three, we have been planning season two. So in the meantime, we have gotten together to go ahead and do a Q&A session where we are now going to be asked a bunch of questions that you, the listeners, had about season one. And to help us with this, we brought along one of our previous guests. We brought along Hello. Ray! Hi, everyone. Hello. Welcome back, Ray. It's right. great to have you. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be back again. So Ray will be taking over as, I guess, host uh, for this, which is nice. I get a break from running the show. And so Ray will be asking... <laughs> hey, guys, give me a break. I run everything here. The Pokemon episodes, Owen. Ah, yes, Pokemon episodes. Oh, Pokemon episodes. Uh, ooh, I got a question to add to the list, Ray, actually. And so Ray's now going to take over. Uh, she's going to host this and ask us a bunch of questions that you, the listeners, had. And so, yeah, uh, without further ado, I will hand over the mic to Ray. Uh -huh. I'm in charge now. Everybody roll <laughs> a will save. All right, cool. Uh, uh, my D4. All right, well, this is incredibly realistic. What the fuck was that? Everyone has to make a charisma check because you have to answer questions. Oh, yeah. Uh, Bro, I haven't rolled nine in so long. It's about eight. Come <laughs> on, now I got a d20. Okay, have we got all of the rolling out of our systems? No, 15. I got 19. Excellent. Probably. All right, cool. All right, no one got highest. He goes first. first question. Wait, fuck. Who gets her? Who goes first? You. Rolling yes. in road initiative. <laughs> you're going first. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay, no, I'll actually I'll spare you for now. Um, no. I Aww. will start with some. I will start with some general questions, and then actually that's a really cool idea. Let's roll the dice to to uh, do our question order because we have some sort of general questions for the group to get us into it. And then uh, we have some questions that are for each individual cast member. So you all get to roll initiative, basically. Oh no! Oh, oh yeah. Uh, do we get do we get to add our characters' initiative bonuses to this? And do we want uh, to roll high or low? Do we add our own initiative bonuses to this? Personal initiative bonus is probably like a minus two. All right, minus ten. Yeah. Let's go. All negatives. <laughs> can anyone are, beat a negative 20 <laughs> these are not your characters initiatives these are your initiatives so you don't add any modifiers to them it's just what the dice give you um and whether you want to roll high or low depends on whether you want to answer questions but if you roll higher you have to answer questions sooner <laughs> roll okay that, that that's good news i got a 15 nice oh shit all right <laughs> well, okay so we'll, we'll We'll do that now. If everyone's rolling now, we'll oh, okay. uh, roll for question initiative. But I will still start with the general questions. Oh boy, I got a net oh. one. Yeah, Owen stole my number. <laughs> Love these pink. Dots. All right, no, you have, I have the rolls, cursed dice. Why did I roll the cursed dice? Owen's at the very bottom of the initiative order. Not all my dice. Yes, all your dice. Oh no, your adventure dice dice aren't cursed. Use the yeah. promo code NPD underscore D&D to save 15%. Oh, 
No, sorry. Save 10% off your next purchase of Adventure Dice. Shameless How plug is now over. Is that still going? Oh, yeah. yeah is that a permanent? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. It's never ending. Awesome. And every purchase goes ahead. Some of the profits are saved for us. <laughs> I love these pink die, but I hate them because it's either a 20 or a 1 with them. There's no one fucking in between. No, no you got a 20. Have fun. <laughs> It's like all these other dialects, some of them are just mediocre, but that one is like, you win or you lose. That's it. Fuck you. I'm cursed to roll well for everything except initiative. I actually have a D I actually have one D2. I don't know where it is, but I have I one D2. Oh, before we continue, um Anna wasn't able to make it because uh, they're sick. So Anna's part is going to be recorded separately. So for any of those interested in Tassa and all that, you can, you should listen to us. We have cool stuff that we're going to talk about, but Tassa will Don't be skip included. Don't the end of the episode. But Don't at the end of the, the episode, What I'm hearing Tassa is, is Tassa stands, skip to the end. Uh, because so, obviously you are only yeah. here for Tassa content. <laughs> The Tatha stands a. So that's like ninety percent of our viewership. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yes. getting into the general question, uh, we're gonna start with um. Th this feels like the name, age, and major question from school type of, but like for for the these type of Q and A sessions, but um. What was your favorite episode or moment in season one? We'll start off real easy. Oh, I'll just like go around a circle, like pick each person and ask them. Just like you can go talk to bottom in the Discord call. Yeah, Todd, just do go from top to bottom in the Discord thing. So yeah, I'm gonna okay. talk to bottom. So Cameron yeah. gets to go first. Bottom. I vote for bottom to top. Okay, let's do no, it's top to bottom. You already said top to bottom. No, 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 you can't change. You well, you know what? Never mind. We are using the initiative rolls. We are using okay, the initiative rolls. There we go. Noah. Uh, that's a good point. I don't actually know what my fucking favorite episode is. Damn. Uh. Or moment. Yeah. Just if you don't moment. remember what episode, just what happened that you liked. Huh. There's a lot of good moments, but I don't know which one I classify as my favorite. Pick one. Just pick a memorable one that you really enjoyed. I'm thinking of like all like like all really like a lot of good moments right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like my roundhouse kick and stuff like that, but dude, you Maybe... should do the times you almost died. I, <laughs> I died so many times. You never, you never full died though, so it's no, fine. Yeah. I didn't full die. I'm honestly surprised no one full died in the entire <laughs> thing. Uh, it was sometimes. I mean, think that's like a full die, but then the phoenix thing brought her back. Yeah. Oh, yeah sure, I mean, sure. Noah, you can do like your top two, maybe. I think one of my favorite ones was I think I remember it was the the town was on fire or something, or we were chasing oh, yes. someone down in the town. Yes. I chased him down and then man. I got stabbed fifteen times. Was that the Batman one? <laughs> yeah, that was the snake, the snake, oh, snake man one. Yeah. Wing snake man. Right? I was gonna say that was my favorite moment. Loving <laughs> 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 Noah. You can say that too. I mean, it's top two moments. Uh, I think also one of my other favorite ones was literally throwing Tessa across the river. Hey, that was, so I, I'll have wasn't... you know I threw Tassa across. Yeah. <laughs> it, was it, was it was a team effort. It was amazing. Iconic moment. That should just be the new logo. Yeah. Yes. I agree. 
Well, you know what? We gotta we, we gotta put that on. We gotta put that on a shirt when we eventually when we, get when we, make, going. when we make merchandise, there will be a shirt that says "Emotional Support Gnome" and another one which will be like "Eat the Gnome" or something like that. Yeah. How long is still by that? I this is like way more expensive to do, but there should be like a Tasha Tasha plush. So that people can have the real life experience. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know what? If, 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 if we do well enough, yes. If we do well enough, we will produce a Tassa a Tassa plushy. If we do stretch well goals, enough, throwing yeah. a plush is a lot better than just throwing garden gnomes around. Yes. Yeah. Just speak for yourself. <laughs> How dare you throw Tassa's favorite gods around? Fucking garden gnomes. Okay. Ian's next. I feel I, I, I want to say I really like I really like the plant episodes. That we oh, had. that was such a good episode. Yeah, the I plant, the plant fun. ones were so much, were so much fun. But a, per, a personal, fa- a personal favorite of mine is the moment when I like we were halfway through the episode with, uh, with Mads, and like. Uh, because she had the familiar that was a raven, and oh, we got no. about halfway through it before I real before I remembered. Oh shit! I'm supposed to be afraid of this bird. <laughs> <laughs> that was great, actually. Ever just I've been standing here talking to this person with a with a raven on their shoulder for five <laughs> minutes, and Cormus hasn't freaked out. This is bad. Just freaking out internally. Yeah. Hold it. It has good willpower. Cormus just says shit past the perception. That's why he didn't notice the bird until then. <laughs> I just thought Corbus, it was like, really Corbus cool like hairdo. Oh, no, 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 no. Good day. Good day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, <laughs> I think we need to kind of figure out the initiative order so that we just naturally move between it. Alright, so Sevi's next. Shit. Oh, man. Okay, fair moment. Uh, not gonna lie. My, uh, I think it was like the first episode where I freaking roundhouse kicked a guy dead. Made him blind. <laughs> I love that. I kicked him blind. It's so freaking oh awesome. That's... Hey, that was a good moment. And then once uh, one of plants when he's talking about like all the berries and stuff, like all oh, this, like um, this just diarrhea. <laughs> what berry was it? <laughs> you, you just went all over all that stuff. Like eat this. Like uh, I cleaned your teeth. Yeah. <laughs> plant just all plants fair there. And then I got Barry thanks to Plan. Yeah. Good episode. Yeah, it was a good one. Mm. All right, next up is Cameron. Uh, like I said, my favorite moment was the same as Noah's, where we were chasing the Snake Man around. Yeah. The, the town that was really fun. I did like also, that episode. That was there also like flying really. snakes? Yeah, he had he had winged snakes. Yeah, he had flying but snakes. Then- and we and shot one down. Wing Snake Man. For a yeah. reason, right? I think no, no, no. I'm, I'm just imagining like you're just in a town. Everything's on fire. You just look at me. You just see a snake like just going <laughs> across the sky. <laughs> 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 Motherfucker, really put on creative mode, huh? <laughs> Jacob, what about you? I had two favorite moments. Um, one was already mentioned, of course, when I threw Tassa across the river 
that was great. That was probably the highlight of the entire season for me. But the second <laughs> one that I just remember that I thought was awesome was it was like the second episode or something when we were chasing that guy down and I like jumped into a river in full plate oh. armor and expected nothing to go wrong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you almost killed yourself trying to get some guy that was going to drown anyways. I got him. I got him though. And that's you killed him. Uh, accidentally i killed him i used like told the dead or something he just died (laughs) i love the fact we had to name the episode after that it was he was already blind he was blind and bound up and swimming but he was trying to escape the law and And that is unacceptable (laughs) and you pretty much just shot him in the back of the head with my magic Sometimes it just be like that, dude. <laughs> but Sometimes I got him. And then, was, was it was it Isil who had to jump into the water to save? That was, that was, I think it was. Oh, yeah, it was both it was of you, right? It was Cormus and Isil, yeah. Mm. Would it have been? I think it was. Yeah. That, that was early on. That was fun. Yeah. That was fun. I like that one. Um, <laughs> mine has got to be. So I liked all. I loved all the moments that you guys have mentioned because they're very iconic. And really funny, but I think I should mention maybe some of the more, I guess, serious, but really, really awesome moments. Oh my uh, god, nobody mentioned the knife. Well, so, oh no, no. So, oh god, the, the knife. Extendo knife. Oh, yeah. oh, oh the extendo knife. Extendo knife one, which unfortunately the recording didn't get passed through, but also extendo knife two was even better because you guys had already experienced it and Cormus was still stupid enough to touch it. Um, <laughs> hey. <laughs> Some of the in character, yeah, but uh, some moments that I really loved that were just they were really good was the Wendigo moment was just incredibly creepy, and it was so good, like just the level of creep and the level of fear and commitment at that moment. I just I don't know, it was really good. And same with Hassa dying, not the fact that she died, but the whole resurrection and the Phoenix part. That, just, yeah, that almost killed everybody. French, French, French kiss, or French kiss. It was just, like really iconic. French yeah. kiss? No, no, I meant chef kiss. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It's okay. It's okay, dude. Make that mistake. Please keep that in. Yeah, please. <laughs> Made that exact same mistake. Don't worry, you're not dude, alone. There's no easy way to cut that out. <laughs> I'm sure I do. As oh. God intended it to be. Yes. <laughs> uh. And can I add in my favorite moment as well? Oh yeah. Because oh, I do yeah. actually have one. Um, of course, it it is centered on Jill. Um, it was when uh. We were doing the battle in the episode that I guest starred in, and um, like t- I think it was—I'm pretty sure it was Tassa, who was very low on health, and I, as a bard, used healing word. Um, but I had chosen like some of the most obnoxious instruments, like yes, I remember this. instruments that I own. Was it a and slide is- whistle or something? I I did have a slide whistle, but um, like Anna hates the lip whistle that I. Oh, that was it. I used to I used to do that just on calls with them, and so the fact that I got to heal Tassa specifically with my lip whistle, I feel was just like a shining moment for me. (laughs) 
iconic. You just do psychic damage to them while you're here on them? <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, so, next question. Um, where did you get your character ideas from? And we'll go in the same order, which I have now written in the chat. So, Noah, you're up first. Oh, uh, God. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Okay, so, Growl is literally, like, one of the first characters I ever made for D&D. Like, ever. And now, many years later, I regret it. Because <laughs> I didn't actually know how to make a sheet, so I used, like, a randomizer. Yeah, I know. I have all the books now. I DM my own shit. Yeah, you had played before that. We played at school and stuff. Yeah, but I never like, made my own sheet. Real... Yeah. Our, our, our school campaigns were, were there very the sketchy. Well, the they were very sketchy. You like... improv those yes. full out, complete yes. improv. So they were very strange. They were yeah. <laughs> but they were fun. Yeah. 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 But no, like. Garal was essentially just like I saw the Battlemaster and I saw the lore for a Hobgoblin and I was like, oh, it's a natural fit. And I wanted mm. to be I, I made the not lawful evil because like, eh. Yeah, it seems cool. And uh, I think honestly making evil characters is my favorite thing to do. So that's why. <laughs> I used like all the shit though. I used Standard Array, which I'd hate now. All the other stuff. I so now I actually make all the characters. I did not. Well, because I used a d and I didn't actually oh, know how yeah. to make a sheet, so I generated one. So that's oh, why I used well. Standard Array. Now I roll for everything now. Nice. But yeah, no. So yeah, no, I basically I basically made the standard human fighter, except it's just a hobgoblin. A hobgoblin. <laughs> yeah, it's always interesting, like when it's your first character, because you don't really have a lot of the context that you do once you've played a few games. So you often see like a lot of really interesting combinations that you just don't expect because maybe it's not the most strategic but then like in play there's some stuff that you come up with and it's like wow you never even sort of thought of that i'm speaking to someone who's recently done this yeah. <laughs> battle master is still one of my favorite fucking subclasses though and i will fight anyone who disagrees <laughs> yeah, battle, master, battle master is really fun like when i was making cormus i basically i pretty much actually kind of wanted to do like when i first played D D in in fourth edition, my original character was actually a human fighter. Yes, yeah, so I'd actually never really played human fighter for a long for a for multiple levels to actually do one of those again in a long-standing campaign. But I didn't want to. I didn't want to do Battlemaster because, like, I'd played Battlemaster before. I wanted to do something different, and that's really where Cormus came from. It was just, eh, sure, I'll be basic. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with being basic because basic even basic is always good. Yeah, I don't think there's anybody who hates Cormus. No, Cormus is a lot. Yeah, everyone's second, everyone's second, <laughs> everyone's second favorite character. Except yeah. Where the Cormus stands at. Uh, Cormus, Cormus, only stands they don't exist. Cormus stands rise up, all three of you. All three of you. <laughs> it's just Ian duplicates himself three times. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Watch Cormus not even be Ian's favorite character. Well, that would be brutal, eh? Um, oh, we're gonna I will not comment on that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you will soon. There is a question about that coming at the end. <laughs> your favorite oh, character. Oh, great. Well, it is besides your one, so technically you're safe. Uh, Sebi's next, I think. Well, right? technically it could be his favorite. Yeah, that's true. Could. So, Sebi, is Zill. Hello. Ah, uh, so, um, okay, so... What if... Uh, for a previous campaign, I, I was like, uh, I'm not making a character like uh, 
who's also in uh who appeared in an episode during the season uh, uh yeah. Solera Stora, which yeah. is based and he was basically just like Alice slipping through like uh what was it barbarian Absolutely. stuff. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. way no, of the no. sun? No, 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 no. It was monk. It was monk. It was monk it was stuff. Monk. I was like, yo, was way of sun. Or then he died. Rip barbarian. Yes, you were a monk. And um, it was from the previous campaign set up in this world. Yeah, and then so so Asil's his son. And uh, yeah. I wanted to make like I just wanted to keep the the like the line going. Family line going. Yeah. So I was like, you know what, it's still, but I don't want him to be a monk. I'll just say like, oh, okay, he's just like sick of the church, fuck that shit. Then he goes, uh, starts a new somewhere else. So that was pretty much the basis for Sill. Cool. What about Cameron, aka Mr. Paladin, all the way, all the time? Only Paladin. Hey, I I wouldn't have gone Paladin for this adventure, but because I decided to make my character off of a pulp culture character instead of creating my own and making a D&D character based off that. And then with the requirements of how that character would have to act, it, it was only right to make them a paladin based on the fact that they had to use spears. We all know you would have made a paladin anyway. I literally asked Owen before and I was like, is any other class good at spears? And it's like, not You never asked me that because fighter. I was a fighter. fighter. Yeah, but fighter, fighter, fighter but then it's, it's just fighter, paladin, and then that. Barbarian, and a few other ones. But yeah. Ranger, Imagine if you had played a fighter. We just have three fighters in the party. <laughs> what a lame party. No, I'm well, just kidding. This is the unbeatable front line. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I, I based Rock off of a like entirely off of a character from a show and then made the, the D&D sheet around him. Yeah, um, Ardan was, uh, was I have a history that I'd rather not speak about of D&D characters. Ah, uh, yes. You're well <laughs> I aware used of to it. be really, really edgy. Like, yes. like unbearably edgy. And yes. I'm not going to go into detail because it's so cringe. But um, I, I used to make a lot of, like, chaotic evil characters that were just really unbearable. <laughs> so yes, I was I like, know. for this one, I'm just going to go complete opposite spectrum. I'm just going to go full lawful good to the extreme, to the point where I, I, my entire character was based around just being lawful good to an unbearable amount. What is it with your unbearable characters, Jacob? Yeah, I'm. I'm really. I'm really. I just. I like the extreme personalities. You torment me so. <laughs> is that not oh, the point? I used to torment you more. Yes, I know. I know. I'm grateful that you're not as bad anymore. Oh Lord, Jacob. Don't worry, we can fix that. Just make a yeah. Just make a fucking true neutral character next time. Make him unbearably <laughs> neutral. Oh, yeah. oh that's, that's such oh, a dude. good idea, actually. That actually that's such really a good cool. idea. I'm doing that. I'm gonna make it unbearably neutral, like a wizard or something. That's a good idea. Make him, make him a druid. You can be a wallflower. I'm so sorry, Owen. I've made a horrible mistake. It's all right. I, I've dealt with worse. You have. <laughs> Which we shall not speak of and shall move on from because we I don't shall, have a character to We shall not speak of that character. We all know what I'm thinking about. Oh, yeah. I roll to eat. So, oh, so Owen, where did you get your character idea from? Because you're next. Oh, uh, like we're talking about my DMs and my DM stuff. Uh, a lot of the characters were 
just things that came up from off the top of my head. Hojo is probably the oldest one. Hojo had been around for forever. Uh, because I wrote a, uh, I had to write a story in grade nine, and I created something about a halfling, and he had a fairy dragon. It was a short story. And Hojo was the fairy dragon in that. Um, and he just sort of stuck around in my brain and eventually made his way into the campaign, which I'm very grateful for, because he's really cool. And you guys seem to love him, too. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. Um, is that, like, did you have other, like, characters you wanted to comment on? Because as a uh, DM, you have, the, like, <laughs> many. I, I, you know what, I'm sure there's lots of questions about that when we get to talking to me. So I think I'm okay. just going to hold off. Uh, I, okay. I, yes. Don't, don't, don't entice me with talking. <laughs> I, I will take away all of our time. Oh, this. that's a big mood. Never entice Owen. Never entice me. No, never. never. He will not you know. stop talking. Um, I got my character idea from it being my second D&D campaign and wanted to do something slightly different than what I did the last time. Um, mostly I just asked, hey, what's a good class for a gnome? I think I originally wanted to make Tasa into like a heavy hitter because I think it would be funny. Um, but that's uh, not what I ended up doing. I ended up doing Sorcerer and I think it suits her pretty well, so... I got the idea from other people in the campaign. Do not feed the DM. <laughs> Owen will not stop. Can't stop, won't stop. Don't stop, won't stop. Anyways, let's move on to the next question. Sure. Um, oh, and if anyone was wondering where um, Jill came from, uh, literally her name just came from Jingler, and I think I built the entire character around wanting to play obnoxious instruments. Yeah, I remember, you, I remember you doing that. Man, you me, though? Um, so, okay, so going off the um, character building question, um, who is your favorite character from the season, whether it was one of the player characters or an NPC? Guys, don't say your own character, okay? Just your second. <laughs> I, I'm sure your character is your favorite character. But, like, your second favorite character, I guess. Or whatever. Just, yeah. If you guys all vote for yourselves, it's a bit boring. You can say that your character is your favorite character, but then you have to pick Just someone to else to talk yes. about. <laughs> yes. Agreed. Unless your character is not your favorite character, in which case, go you ham. Don't. Yeah. I'm going to jump right in. Plent. Uh, we start with Noah, but... Sure. No, Plent. Plent? Okay. I support this uprising. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> It's true. Plant was just so funny, and you came up with so much stuff. Again, give me Barry. You know what? I'll um, see if we can get Sam back for season two, okay? Sam is an absolute legend, Yeah, and I would sure. love to play with him again. Yeah, well, you know what? I'll let him know. I've got his text, so I'm sure he'd be happy to come play again. He had a blast. Hell yeah. Anyways, Plant, favorite character, hands down. Oh my gosh. Go, go, go back to uh, <laughs> Yeah, okay. Um I don't know. From a piece in terms of like PC, I think honestly Tasso was pretty fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also though, uh aside from that, uh Ren was also Ooh. really fucking nice. Yeah. That was a great fun. job. I, my ping was absolutely horrible then. It's much it's like better now so I can actually fucking take part in sessions and do stuff. But like that was still from what I actually was able to play, it was really fun. 
Yeah, that one was a it was a really good episode, and uh, Maggie did an amazing job with Ren. Next up is Ian. So Ian, time to oh. spill the beans. Is Cormus your favorite character or not? <laughs> I, I, I think there there are more there are plenty more interesting characters than Cormus. Such as I, I he, he's yeah. not. I like Cormus. I like. I created Cormus. I like Cormus. I wouldn't say he's. I don't know if I'd say he's my favorite. So who's your favorite then? Spill the beans. I do really. I I, I really like Tassa. Tassa's fun. We've got another Tassa stand. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. Everyone's a Tassa stand. Uh, <laughs> whether they know it or not. Tassa kicker or stand. Didn't we, same thing. Didn't 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 we do like uh didn't didn't we do like a popularity poll on our Twitter? Oh, uh, Tassa and, and Cormus Tassa won. I don't think Tassa won. I will go take a look at that. You guys keep I think talking about your favorite sure Tassa won. You guys keep chatting about who your favorite characters are. I will go take a look at that and get back to you. I'm honestly surprised. I don't think Grog got knocked out the first level, which is surprised. Because I did not make Grog to be liked. Well, people so, generally like unlikable characters. I know, I'm surprised if they're at that done, too. If they're done well. Yes, yes. that's the reason people like me. Yeah. <laughs> or the unlikable duo. <laughs> Where's the where's the initiative rolls? Who is next? It's Cameron. It should be me. Yes, I jumped in first. I can't. I can never pronounce his name, but I like uh, uh, Jacob's character. <laughs> really? Nice. Yeah. <laughs> because we were just the tallest people in the group, just going oh, yeah. and, like muscling through shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're both like seven foot, like eight foot, kind of <laughs> just beasts. That was a good time. Yeah, you and guys that was, like, were. <laughs> Oh, you guys were crazy. Hmm. We'll do it again. Yeah. Oh, it's me now? Yeah. yeah. Um, my favorite character was, uh, I like the Sil. Very contrary to what my character's opinion of really? the Sil was, but I like the Sil. Yeah, because I like it when there's some when there's some interaction between characters, and the fact that we were constantly fighting, I thought was fun. <laughs> I like that too. I'm surprised like it didn't get on more people's nerves though, because like yeah. like every other minute we're just like fuck you, no fuck you, <laughs> the whole time. I, I found it. I found this like a common thing in like a lot of D and D podcasts, or at least the ones that I've heard, where it like the there's always always debates going on between the characters, but then like outside of it, like the the players are like, no, I love that actually. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, like it it really adds flavor to you guys. It, it was, them, it was it, the same with uh, was it Ren where I like I had severe oh, yeah. distrust the entire time except yes. for the end and then she proceeded to betray us. Yeah, <laughs> it makes it Her makes the characters feel them. more real, you know. Yeah, when they and fight each other, just, they don't like each other. It's better than just like introduce the situation. So what do you do? And just like silence. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like if people yeah. have opinions, then stuff gets rolling, or you spend the hour debating. You know, one or the other. Yeah. How long are we? How long are we going to debate on how to dismantle this bronze statue? As many <laughs> as necessary. Uh, I'm going back to the polls. Yeah. Oh, and I decided to look myself just because I was curious. There's three thousand five hundred fifty-six tweets, and I've been scrolling for three no, minutes, no, no, no. and I'm I back was... at October eighth. <laughs> it was November. It was November twelfth, twenty twenty. 
<laughs> yeah, I am on August, and I've been scrolling for five minutes. <laughs> so, I, I, so I found the uh, reminder for the vote. Uh, who do you think is the best character from a podcast? Comment below who you think should have made the top four. Which did? It, uh, oh yes, so Cormus and Tassa tied for first for the most favorite character from the podcast. Yeah. There you go. Back in twenty twenty two. Yeah. Uh, 2022. Wow. Yeah. Dude, that's a year ago. Sorry, in 2020, so a year ago, Hormuth and were determined to be the, the two favorite characters. Nice. Um, do you all think that's going to change at all? Like, if uh, we did that poll now, do you think that would change? Three poll. I don't know. Uh, maybe. We should do that. We should I, do I a poll. It's been two months since our last I, episode, so I don't know how many people can remember the characters. Yeah, it's we're kind of on this weird hiatus period, so memories are fading, unfortunately. Content, but... hiatus content. Yeah. You can release you know it after this episode. Yeah, I'll, I'll, you know what, I'll, I'll work on that, and we'll also have <laughs> way more NPCs to pull from as well. So that would be fun too. Ooh. My favorite one, probably. Favorite characters got to be Hojo, and I know that's my character, but also all the NPCs are my character, and just mm-hmm. Hojo is. Great. The meta <laughs> jokes that I put in with Hojo are perfect. He's a funny little guy. Wait, what's He's... the ranking of character popularity based on that? Uh, based on that? <laughs> you want me to go back to the post? Yeah. Uh, oh, God. The, the top, the th- in third place with Ardan, and then in fourth place with Geary. Oh, right, that. Yeah, I never got oh. my fucking armor. Those are the top four. Uh, I don't know about anything past that. I don't want to go back that far. Don't I'm go further. Willing, I'm not willing to yes. search that deep into the internet. To the past. Yeah. Hojo's probably my favorite uh, of all of them. Cool. Yeah, I think that's fair. Like, because you have a much narrower selection if they say, if you say, like, don't pick your own character. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be stuck to the PCs and none of them are incredible. Uh, you guys are all awesome. I was gonna, I was going to make a joke about you guys all being <laughs> meh, but no, you... You guys all have amazing characters. Who was you? Do a great job. Yeah. All your characters suck compared to bartender number two. Yeah. You know what? Bartender number two. Best barkeep you guys I ever made. Heaven was the best barkeep, as well as uh, Lucian. Lucian oh, was a great. Um, oh, the okay. The the scene at Heaven's bar. I probably I just I forgot about that. That was, that's another one of my favorite scenes. Yes. Water. It was alcoholic water. Screw you guys. Alcoholic Barely water. Barely alcoholic. Every glass of water had one quarter of a tablespoon of beer in it. Let's just oh, no. Let's Oh man! Then like at the end of the episode, I'm like, wait, I actually do have maple whiskey. And then because like Hojo had like milk, like, with the, like with maple whiskey in it, with whiskey in it. Yeah, and so like I tried that at the end of the episode and was just gagging. Fun yes. times. Yeah, I I used to I, I listened to that episode on the way to school and I remember I remember hearing that and trying not to break out laughing all the us. <laughs> Honestly, the best part of it was just the stupid thing that you did that whole episode, Sevi. And that's that was that was a fun awesome. episode. It was, and it was a downtime episode too. Hmm. Um, I think it was Geary, her name? The other gnome, uh, that they met in one of the towns, uh, who gave Tassa her goggles, and Tassa had, like, a great chat with. Uh, yeah, I, I really liked Geary. Um, Geary was my favorite NPC. If I'm, like, saying the wrong name, I'm sorry, but I'm pretty sure it was Geary. 
Anyway, really fun NPC. I liked her a lot. Uh, let's move on to the next question, though. So this one is uh, slightly more specific, but it's like it's specific to a character, but it's open to the whole group. Um, and it's, if Growl's alignment is evil, how did you guys make it fit into the party and the overall story? I have general discussions. I hold on. Noah, would you like to explain? First off, everyone keeps complaining. I will make him actively worse. Second, <laughs> uh, well, because evil does not necessarily mean being an, like okay, it does mean being an ass. But I mainly played Growl just to be selfish, which is how I think evil should be. Because yeah. good is selfless and evil is selfish. But that doesn't mean you can't work with a party. Yeah, I think Noah did an incredible job of showing how to play a good <laughs> evil character. Because like. Yeah, like, like, like a like, really good job of an evil character. Like, yeah, like Growl is evil, but he won't fuck over the party because that means a that means he'd be traveling on his own, and b it's kind of hard when you're like one v five because he needs the party to be actually strong. And maybe by the end of it, he even had friends. not like good Who evil, knows? but like good evil. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> maybe the real evil is the friendship we stole along the way. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good. And so were there me. any other comments on that from the rest of the group? From like uh Crowd just kinda was like he was the selfish guy in the group. I don't know. He he was implemented well. You always need an evil character to give another opinion. There's a lot of opinions in our group. There yeah. were a lot of good moments from Growl, though, right? Like, I love the moment you guys are outside a temple, and, and Growl's like, can we loot the temple? And Arden's like, no. I mean, I and then like you guys the eventually went back into the temple, and there's a maple lady statue, like, and Arden turns over to Growl's like, okay, we're looting this temple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a mortified with him, Yeah. Like, like, we're not gonna, to, like, disgrace this beautiful temple. It fucking walks in, sees lady. No, fucking <laughs> We're doing the temple. Oh. Love that shit. I'm gonna make another <laughs> evil character, just watch. I oh, remember man. that now, yeah, that was can, awesome. Can I come in with another see, favorite like, moment when, uh, if Sylva's, like, proven right with the whole argument of, like, Outben? With the naval lady being a, a god? Yes. Yeah, when I was finally uh. proven right, I was like, oh yeah, fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was more like the secretary of your god because your god's just like such a high power such oh. a good fucking time oh yeah the maple lady <sighs> all the yelling added up to me being my, my patron, as I was, my patron I ragged me up was like start. bitch <laughs> yeah cause he dumb uh, yeah 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 a little stupid that's all right. We love him anyways. So, Grell is evil aligned. Um, Tassa either doesn't know or doesn't care. Uh, sometimes she, like, disapproves of the stuff he does. But all around, like, it, it fits because Tassa's clueless, or she chooses to be, for me at least. Um, I don't know how it works for everyone else, but yeah. So... Uh, straying away a bit from the uh, core. Well, I knew from the very start too that uh, my character did. Did you know. have a favorite one shot? Yeah, so we did one shots, and uh, oh, unfortunately, we were gonna do one, but it's currently been postponed. <laughs> so I don't think Jacob and Noah have gotten to participate in one. But 
Uh, hopefully, you guys still have like a favorite one of the ones that you've listened to. I, I feel like I should go I, first for this one because I've been yes. in. I think I've all been of in. Them. All Dude, of the I should go first. Done. Yeah, yeah, I have a right. single one shot, and I like it. <laughs> what's What's your favorite one oh, shot? Yeah. Oh, the like the, the borderline lucid dream I had of oh. of like the oh. the alternate like timeline kind of. Oh um, yeah. That was how we tried to incorporate Cameron back into the campaign, where we had him like embody <laughs> his ancestor or something like that. Yeah, I remember that it was fun. I was there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Noah, what's your favorite one? My favorite one shot. Yeah, your favorite one shots at random. Was I even in any of those? I don't know. It's up to you. I don't you. think so. Well, do you have one that you that you liked? No. No, okay. We're just gonna no, edit this out. Noah. Darn uh, it, Noah. <laughs> Noah's I, exposed I, himself. I played the fifth. <laughs> uh, Jacob, do you have one? If not, we will just. Ah, oh, that's a shame. Yo, um, Seti, do you have? Oh, you're favorite? exposing yourselves. I know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Life. <laughs> I didn't listen that's to the one completely on. That's completely fair. Yeah. There's no problem with that. Uh, one like no, turns and like like, takes like, it very personally. I just want to mic. Like, <laughs> it's, it's not like I don't like. It starts like writing like a note down, like being like, Autumn's I just, character I really will like now listening to podcasts. Next, next session, Jacob dies. Okay, <laughs> back to the show. Dies. Spoilers. <laughs> we're not at that question yet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Sevi, what was your one? Tears are streaming out his face. <laughs> I can't. I don't remember. I don't remember who we did it with. Um, it was like a one shot where. Um, <laughs> Try to remember. I was the really stupid. ugly guy. Oh, that was, was awful like, stupid. Yeah, I was awful stupid. I w- I played the stupidly ugly guy, but he was super nice. Yeah, it was fun because we got to give him a mechanic that when people looked at him, he had disadvantage on persuasion checks, but if he wasn't being looked at, he didn't. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. I put everything into charisma for him. Like, I, think, I need... Yeah. Like, I need as much as I can, but disadvantage every time. It was fun. And, like, by the end of it, rather just like, wait, should we talk this out? Like, nah, fuck it, charge. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. That one was a fun one. It was fun. Yeah. Ian? Yeah. Uh, I feel like I'm a little bi. I feel like I'm a little biased here because <laughs> I, I, because I, I ran the Pokemon one shot. I made a majority of the music for the Pokemon one shot. And you, it went did you edit so it? Much, it went. Oh no, I edited I did. It. I, I, I did. I believe I edited it. No, I think you edited it. I edited it. Yeah, you, you edited it because I was taking, I was taking so long to make the music for it. But I'll, and also the fact that it went so much better than my test run of the system because that was that was my second time playing that with that system. The first time, like I test ran it with my friends, uh, and they ran a Pokemon over with a car and killed it. <laughs> so uh, I I actually it was a much different it was a much different adventure than the one that I originally had, than I had actually originally planned. But it was so it was so much fun. But I do have to say, I also I also really enjoyed this the Starfinder, uh, five shot. Yes. Yes. Oh, 
Oh, Ian, mm -hmm. it was a one-shot question, not a five-shot? Well, let me explain. The Starfinder one, uh, which we did with Four Corners Games, managed to go on for five episodes. Um, yeah, but it was really and I, I feel, and in part, I'm a little bit responsible for that because before we were going to record, I think we were going to record our our the last part of it. Uh, it doesn't and matter. Then I got a up and then I got a concussion a couple days before. Yeah, so no, we it was going to be broken up into five episodes anyways, right? It was the length of the of the adventure that made it that long. Yeah. Um, my favorite one, It's this is hard, because I really love the Pokemon one. And I've really loved all, a bunch of the ones that we've done. Uh, but two ones I need to give a shout out to that nobody else is going to mention. Cults, Cookies, and Mangoes, the first one we ever did, with nobody oh. else in the group except for me, was hilarious. I'm not going to go into more detail. If you're interested in it, go listen to it. Uh, there involves kidnapping of a child and cookies and mangoes. Uh, it's pretty fun. And another one is the Canada one-shots that we did. Those are awesome. Was for Sorry. Oh, yes. Uh, that, that was a one-shot, yeah. Yeah. Beast. <laughs> That was a lot of effort, but I think it was incredibly worth it. And every single episode was a blast. It was so much fun. I got to play freaking like a Leon character. Yeah. Leon oh, was that? Did that and count? And just started fucking do witty quips. Oh, no. Yeah, I love that. That was great. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> that was throwing my favorite. people around. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. yeah. Well, hopefully we'll be doing that again. Um, but we will see. That That's something that's hopefully going to happen next year. Anyways, I think and that kind of leads into the next question, um, oh. which is, what was your favorite one? Or no, sorry, I'm was really reading the wrong order. Do you have any upcoming one shots? Um, oh, and actually, just before we go into that one, though, I also wanted to say um, I also liked the um, the the ones that I did the art for. That's also why I like them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember which ones he did art for. That was a plugin. Um, it was the stream. It was the stream. Oh yes, like yes, the, because yeah. I, I, Ian and I went ahead and did a thing with the the adventure dice group, and we did a stream for charity. Oh yeah. And I got Ray to make some amazing artwork for the adventure that I was running, and they were awesome. <laughs> Thank you. I I was quite pleased with them as well. Yeah. They they looked awesome, and the players were awestruck by them. Yay! <laughs> um, as for upcoming one-shots, uh, we are hoping to do a Fate of the Norms one. It was planned recently, uh, but it's currently on back burner as we're all very busy. And so that's hopefully going to happen. Uh, we're hopefully going to do a Pathfinder one-shot at some point, and hopefully oh, there's going to be yeah. a... Um, a uh, another sorry to electric boogaloo uh around oh. the summer so that is all stuff to keep eyes and ears open for probably all going to be happening around season two instead of now but yeah stay tuned and with that i think we move into the uh the personal questions yeah i'm very excited for those um i'd not heard about well any of them um, but I'm very excited. Uh, I know Pathfinder better than I know 5e, so I'm really looking forward to that one. Oh, that, that's excellent, because I, 
I have the Pathfinder core rulebook, and I have I know absolutely nothing about the system, but Maybe I want to play it. Maybe we'll bring Ray in for the uh, for the Pathfinder one shot. Oh no, I'm going to be exposed to still not knowing anything. <laughs> <laughs> I said I know it better. I barely know five e. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, we're all clueless here. Welcome to this. Welcome to the team. Okay, so does. Do people want a chance to re-roll their question answering initiative, or do we just want to keep with the order that we have? We're kind of getting. Wait, let's just keep the order. Attempt fate. I want to roll just, again. Let's just follow the order because we're kind of pressing in on time, and I don't want to okay. risk yeah. our luck. And rolling will just prolong right. us by another ten minutes. <laughs> okay, so starting top of the list, Noah. Uh, first question for you specifically. Why does Growl hate short people? <laughs> does the phrase for shits and giggles mean anything to you? <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, the fact of the matter is they can't reach the top shelf and this infuriates Growl. No. Okay. He asked for mustard uh, like he asked for mustard one day and like he just didn't get it. Yeah, exactly. Nah, nah, nah. The, <laughs> I never really figured out a real reason. I just figured it'd be funny. I, uh, sometimes... The backstory unlocked. Wasn't it primarily, like, early on Growl was doing it? Maybe Growl just likes to bully people. <laughs> he might have just been to bully Ta- uh, Tassa, or Anna, or both. Um, yeah. I think yeah. that, didn't they get dialed down? I think it got dialed down later on, but... I don't remember. But it was fun. It was funny, yeah. You're in Gnome Village, just like a kid in a candy store. Oh yeah, that's why I was banned from it. <laughs> I haven't um, even been there, my reputation precedes me. <laughs> There's already wanted Is signs everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. I feel like from that first answer, we kind of already know the answer to the second one. But does Growl have a soft side? Didn't really become apparent. Uh, yes, but... He it takes does. a lot. It would take a fucking lot, though. Ooh. It would take, like, diamonds, like, mining gear equipment to, like, dig down to that top side. Yeah. We need a netherite pickaxe. When you break through the hard Nether- outer shell, <laughs> and it's a really hard outer shell. When you break through the outer, hard outer shell, you find an even harder shell inside. And you gotta keep on breaking through harder and harder shells. Then you'll get to the top <laughs> Uh, okay, so next in the order is Ian. Um, oh. <laughs> are you ready? Sure, why not? Corbus is afraid of birds, but what about dragons or other wings? <laughs> Corbus does not want to meet a dragon, so he doesn't want to find out. <laughs> you know, I think that's fair. I think a lot of it- people might agree with that. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I think other winged creatures like bats and stuff, he lumps into the same category as birds. As in, what about the flying snakes? It has, it has wings. Oh, <laughs> God. A flying snake does not look like a bird. It isn't even, it isn't even vaguely bird shaped. It's snake shaped. It's got wings. It has wings. Yes, but. So he's, it's he's not more afraid of flying squirrels than he is of flying snakes. Probably, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Is it like things that could be mistaken for birds and birds? Yeah, I would say so. If it's okay. bird, if it's if it's bird shaped, yes, get it away from me. Just bird shape. 
Noted. I, I swear to God, if one of you, like, oh no. Noted. Very much so noted. I heard that, Sammy. <laughs> Very much noted. Um, second question. Why was Cormus with the Golden Dawn, and why uh, why didn't go back to them? <laughs> I'm assuming that's why didn't he go back to them. Oh, there was a typo in the list. Oh, and shame oh, on no. you. <laughs> Sorry! That's I can't bad. really expose you. This is um, what you get for taking a break. This isn't my <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, well. Um, okay, uh, origin of why Cormus went to the Golden I feel like we touched on why Cormus originally went to the Golden Dawn in the episode where we actually met his old team. I don't remember if we did or not, but it was they, they actually saved his life. Like he, when he first came to this continent, which I can never remember the name of. Taronia. Not Taronia. Not Taronia. It's, um, shoot, I can't remember the name of the place. Owen doesn't even remember the name. Let me, let me, it's on our Twitter. <laughs> Catalia. Catalia. Yes, Catalia. When, like, it's so literally in the server. Yeah, the like, Catalia Wait, is Oh, the Italian Chronicler. Where is that? Iconic flashbacks to early days of the podcast. Flashbacks. <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah, like, uh, when Carlos originally first came to Catalia, he didn't really, he didn't really have anything, and he was just like, he was kind of just going from town to town, because he had no idea what to do. Because originally he was a... Originally, Cormus was a servant in a ca- in a castle. He was a servant to a noble in, in Peronia. Um, but when Cormus first came to Catalia, he really had no idea what the hell he was doing. And he got captured by bandits on the road. And so the team from the Golden Dawn that uh, we met in, I think, like episode five, uh, they had been hired to deal with those bandits and in the process they saved Cor- they saved Cormus but one of one of the team's original members got killed and so Cormus kind of got taken on as you made a like we lost a person saving you you're with us you're with us now and Is that kind of thing kidnapped no it was okay. willing <laughs> Okay. It was willing. So did like he, he offer and... then? Was he was like, I I feel indebted, or they were like, uh, you should come with us because reasons. And then he was like, Okay, that sounds about right. Like he they like it was a little bit of they brought him with them at first. And also Cormus kind of realized kind of went like he didn't have anything to like he had no direction so he kind of stuck with them because he didn't really know what else to do yeah that's that's fair <laughs> that sounds less like kidnapping yeah uh, i just pictured like oh look there's there's the guy <laughs> mine now there's that fucker <laughs> spare tire. This Fucking this tire died. Him. So uh spare tire. <laughs> Dangerous to go along. Take this party. 
Keep going. <laughs> just to go alone. Take this. Yes. So, uh, moving down the list, uh, oh, no. next we have Sebi. <laughs> Are you Hello. ready? I'm ready. Um, so, why did Asil decide to become a ranger? Why not a thief or a fighter? Oh, okay. Um, so, so when, like, Asil fled his, like, home nation and went over to, uh, the current place where he resides, he's broke as oh, hell. Yeah. Italia. Italia. Sorry, I'm bad of names, Owen. So he oh, popped okay. into Italia. It was like, all right, no house, no money. Crap. Uh, so he just spent lots of times out in the woods. Um, and it was like, he doesn't uh, do want to do his monk crap anymore. So he just worked on like, well, I'm out in the woods. Otherwise, work on being a ranger, you know? And a, th- a thief goes against his like, morales right there. Like, he wants money, but he doesn't want to thieve it. Didn't she used to like sell furs too? I that, that too. Uh, he he lived, still lived off the lands and uh, would be like trading with the townspeople in and out. Wow. So, yeah, ranger. Cool. And why is it says with money? <laughs> Josh, I don't know why I made that quirk originally. Uh, still wants the money because, like, you must buy a nice house, you know? Like, not have to go out and fight for shit every day. When I like, spend a long day out hunting just to, like, eat half his stuff and sell the rest of it. I must have a nice house, settle down, have a nice place to live, which was the opposite of what the fucking temple was for him. On the yeah, pretty side. much like, everything he does nowadays is, like, slightly in spite of his past. On the bright Except side, that makes a lot of sense. Have... Oops, Especially with the uh, previous answer that you yeah. gave, like that, they that makes sense. Owning a house would be nice. On Not sitting side, in a tree would be nice. On the bright side, you now have a desk for your house—a very expensive desk, apparently. Yes, it's a million dollar desk. Break the desk I, I I can't remember if you had to throw the desk or not, but that that's a shame if you did. You had to get into the bag of holding. Well, you yeah, we took it apart. Yeah, we just assembled it. Yeah, it's like an Ikea desk, right? It comes yeah. apart, gets back together. High-quality Ikea desk. Fantasy Ikea desk. And it's a million gold. It's called Aki... Akai. 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 Akea. Akai. Akai. Ikea backwards. <laughs> this is one of those things where I'd love to have as a ringtone. <laughs> I'm just going insane stuff. <laughs> please, like, oh, call. please make that a ringtone. Well, you know, I'm sure Ian's editing this. He can make you sure can that save the clip. Yes, I am. Take some content. Thank you. And the the yeah, the past episodes that I've edited, I have made a separate file, which is uh, <laughs> dumb stuff that Owen says. Okay. And I just copy and paste things into that file as Owen says them. Good. <laughs> <laughs> purposes. Yeah, for reasons. For purposes. Uh, thank you. Alright, so um, next up is Cameron. What is the story behind Rack's name? When I need that file for purposes. <laughs> He's laying on the bed right now, isn't he? Silent. Cameron. Sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> Your turn. 
For could you go over what you asked? What is the story behind Rock's name? Oh, I already answered that. Answer okay, I literally decided to make my character based off of a, a like a character from a show, and then based the entire character sheet off of that. So is that the character's like actual name? Yes. From the show. Yeah. What show is oh, it? Like, I'm, I'm curious. No, no, we don't want copywriting stuff. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> later. We, we cannot disclose the following information. Well, I mean, I was surprised to like to be given that you, you said at all that you based it off someone from a show. Like, if someone if someone knows the show, wouldn't they just notice? I already said Leon S. Kennedy, so you know. Anything here that is similar to something from another production is obviously a parody and cannot be used for suing purposes, nonetheless. <laughs> uh, it's completely legitimate oh, like, gotta... to make fake versions of characters. It's just as long as they aren't blatant, blatantly obvious. Owen's like, Capcom, please don't. Be good. <laughs> right? All right. Well, we'll edit. We'll just edit that whole section out. No, no, no. no. We just keep this in, right? Back. <laughs> obviously... Not the same rack as from the TV show because he's in Catalia, which is a completely different fictional location. <laughs> so it cannot possibly be the same rack. Naming abilities and spheres <laughs> is just a moderate coincidence and cannot be attributed to pure copying. Uh, okay, so Sorry. moving on then. <laughs> Sorry, um... I have coverage, Cameron. <laughs> exactly. Uh, getting to my favorite question. Um... Which is what is Rock's favorite color? Ah, uh, it's red. Next question. Red. I heard earlier it was blue. That, I said that was my favorite color, not Rax. Oh. Uh... Rax is red. Next question. Next. <laughs> What's Rax's favorite food? Quick. Uh, uh, uh. Baked potatoes. <laughs> Actually, he seems like a fish guy, because remember Cameron made a fishing rod out of, like, a stick? Oh, yeah, he definitely does like fish. <laughs> there we go, then. All right, deep dive into Rock's character. Uh, so next on the list is Jacob. Oil eggs. Uh, it is you. You are present. Good. You're not napping. Uh, okay. So, why does your character not recognize the Maple Lady as a real deity? That's me. All right, so Alden's entire background was that he was like raised with like the church of like that the Goliaths did, and he worshipped these these spirits like religious. Well, that's a kind of a funny word to use, but religiously worshipped the spirits, <laughs> and uh, and um, he was very dedicated to the cause, and 
that filtered into his personality a lot. That's so when the Maple Lady show up, <laughs> showed up and started <laughs> saying she was a god, that kind of triggered him a bit. Because he was like, but my uh, gods have never mentioned you, so you must be fake and a demon. Yeah, I just, so I just it that makes me think, I don't even, I'm trying to remember the, like, the meme, bullshit. but I'm not You're in the bullshit. race, so like, that's bullshit, this is bullshit, this whole thing's bullshit. You just basically <laughs> just thought I the don't remember the meme, that that's like, bullshit, this whole thing is bullshit, that's a slave scam, <laughs> fuck the church, there's 95 reasons why. <laughs> that's one. <laughs> just replace church with Maple Lady. There we go. Um, and the next question. <laughs> is uh wasn't Arden a blacksmith or something at some point? Oh yeah. <laughs> exactly. No, Arden was okay, so Arden's um parents owned a blacksmithing business Yay! in the village he was from and after he moved out to take over do his church business his his sister who he did have a sister i think i think i think Ahutan was the one well, does he have any like blacksmithing like, happily, still having grown had up a in the happy family? home life Probably. Right. Oh yeah, that's not good. But he was yeah, like his family was intact. His parents died of old age, and his sister took over the blacksmithing business. The <laughs> so yeah, um, his sister was a blacksmith, not himself. Of the metal, <laughs> yeah, it was fun stuff. Yeah, probably. You made me like so. so. I think that's all I'm guaranteed, actually. <laughs> I know, right? My life would just be so boring. I wouldn't have to Google yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, I knew the melting point of the metal or something like that. All yeah. right. So, last but certainly not least, uh, it's yeah. time for uh, questions for Owen. Um, oh, <laughs> and I just remember, <laughs> I messaged you like me? a round table type thing, and I ended up <laughs> asking two questions at a time, but it, it, it felt fine. right. Um, so, you have a few more questions. So, unfortunately, your break is over now because you have to answer questions. I'm excited. Um, would you like lore from my faith whole mouth thing? <laughs> yes, this is how humans communicate. I know. So, um, would you like to start with something a bit more lighthearted, or do you want to like do you want to get into it and just, then we can we can end with some jokes? Hit me with whatever the questions are. I'm I'm hit ready me. to answer them. Hit me. Okay, rolling for damage. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, unfortunately, I don't have my dice with me right now, so you are spared. Um, okay, so what was the inspiration behind the Maple Lady and the creepy whispers tormenting that one party member that I forgot the name of? Yeah, that's that's great. <laughs> Sorry, Gold Yes, Ellen, what is the origin of the creepy whispers? Oh, yes. <laughs> I well, highly yeah. appreciate whoever answered that question because that's very relatable, and I appreciate your honesty and not remembering character's name. Okay, the Maple Lady originates from the idea of, I guess, nature spirits. Like, I wanted something similar to a dryad, but at a higher level for like almost a country. And since the region was kind of loosely based off of Canada, maple syrup, maple sugar, it's like, oh, I could have someone who uses maple stuff. Um, and then. I kind of purely created the Maple Lady after the fact that Sebi and Cameron couldn't make it to 
a session, and we had to shrink them down to bonsai size into the bonsai tree that they had found. And I had this maple amulet that I had introduced that I had had a plan for, but then I changed it to be for the maple lady. Uh, the creepy voices? Oh, those are those are ancient. They're archaic. Uh, they're the reason why uh, Penny's Fort is a ruin and not as it truly is. I don't want to go into too much detail uh, because... If Growl comes back, this I want to pay off that uh, this one thing that I put in uh, because it it's Ooh. really cool. But very much they're ancient, ancient cursed spirits of some kind that w were related to the property and pretty much latched onto Growl. Wahoo! <laughs> Pain. Uh, so I have a wicked moment to say, <laughs> So, sort of leading off of one of the things that you had talked about, uh, what was the magic behind the party members turning into statues by the bonsai tree? Uh, maple lady ability. God power. Divine stuff. Uh, there's not much more to really explain it. It's just, by maple lady logic and powers, that stuff happened. Uh, it was very supposed to be just loose magic. I didn't have much planned into it. I just needed to shoehorn it together so that we still had a story going on with Sebi and Cameron and could explain why they were gone. Yeah, I, I definitely relate to that. Uh, I've had several sessions in campaigns that I am where I just, my character spent the time in the bag of, uh, well, I don't think it was a bag of holding, but bag of somewhere that, yeah. <laughs> you know, can't make it to the session. Time to do some magic stuff. Find out, blame a god. <laughs> <laughs> a wizard did it. <laughs> yes, a wizard did it. <laughs> uh, so why did the Maple Lady ask the party to plant the tree upside down? How does that work? Oh, okay. Well, this question's kind of interesting. I originally wanted them to plant it right side up, but I misspoke when I asked. <laughs> when I said the line. So it became an upside down bonsai tree. Uh, <laughs> the concept was that by planting this, the tree, they imbue a new holy site. The idea was the Maple Lady had, she exists, but she was being forgotten. Very much so. So that's why nobody really knew of her. And that's why there was a ruined temple for her. By planting the tree, it's almost like they create a new holy site of sorts for her. Uh, which will reinvigorate her and allow her to be more powerful to protect the actual land from the evils that were to come. Cool. It would have been funny if the tree had grown upside down. <laughs> it. It, it didn't, though, did it? No. Yeah. I'm, I, going back I, and I love when... I'm not going back I love... and right comment. I, I love when lore just sort of comes out of these, like, just random little moments that, like, you can't plan for, like, oh, you, like, you misspeak or someone like, asked a question that you had not even considered. You know, you come into your session, and you're like, okay, I know every possible thing. And then someone's like, so what's the melting point of your fictional metal? And you're like, oh, no. <laughs> On the bright side, I, it I, did I end up being a copper alloy, so we were able to Google it. That is a useful, that is a useful feature. Um... So, moving on from the Maple Lady, I sort of figured I'd group those ones all together. Um, Mushroom Bag of Holding Origins? Triple question mark? 
<laughs> oh yes, the mushroom bag of holding. Uh, the most iconic magic item I think the party has. Um, the origin oh. of Cameron wanted a magic item, and he went looking. <laughs> and he wanted to go shopping for one, and so he was able to track someone down. And one of the items was a bag of holding, and I decided, you know what? He's buying it from this sketchy dude on the corner of the street. There's got to be something wrong with it. But I didn't want it to be something bad. So it's a mushroom-smelling bag of holding. I, I'm... I could create a piece of lore for it, but honestly, there's nothing actually existing to explain it. I have had no reason to. I'm assuming it's some wizard pretty much messed up creating a bag of holding. Maybe he put mushrooms in it when he was creating it. Wizard did it. And just, Motherfucker. Yeah, and the wizard, by screwing up, made it a mushroom-smelling bag of holding. Uh, it's just a genie, like, give me a bag of holding. Now make it smell like mushrooms. Adios. <laughs> Someone just thought, like, a bag of holding and was like, this doesn't smell good enough. And just, yeah. like, put mushrooms in it and was like, ah, perfection. Mm. Oh, you know, maybe... air freshener inside it. <laughs> All along, there's just been an air freshener in it, yes. Yeah. You just look inside, <laughs> you just see a single mushroom duct taped to the very entrance that you never saw before. Is there, like, um... Like like a mushroom race? Oh, there uh, are there are mic there are myconids. Wait, what? yeah. So like, what if yeah. what if one of them was like being tracked by something that uses scent to track things? Because that's and like, they made a, a mushroom and, bag of holding. Yeah. maybe they made a bag of holding, and they just tossed it. You know, John Congratulations! Oh, get it. This this is now canon. Yeah, <laughs> a myconid got turned into the bag of holding. No, yeah. no. Um, yeah, so that's that explains the, the mushroom bag of holding. So, uh, my favorite question, <laughs> is it possible, and if so, when will it be possible, to punt Tassa to the moon? Okay, I have my best scientist on. You really saved the best for last, didn't you? I'm, I have my best scientist <laughs> on that right now. <laughs> okay, I was which, using all his 18 intelligence to do it. Which one of you buggers went ahead and wrote up that question? Because that was I know. <laughs> It was not me. It's just my favorite Sabby. on the list. Sabby, did you write up that question? <laughs> He's muted, so whatever. Okay. Half the cast is muted. <laughs> Half the cast is muted. Um, is it possible? If done correctly, I'm sure it is. Because the moon is a real object, and it orbits, and it's a place. So, Will Tassa survive the trip? <laughs> That was not part of the question. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm adding it. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, if, if approached correctly, Tassa could survive the if approached correctly booting of her into space. Yeah. <laughs> like, if, if, if Tassa too. does not return for C. You know what? I... This this will be the next the next the next uh, one shot. We'll do like a Kerbal Space Program theme thing. Final up until she's there. All right, boys, you got a new plan for us. There we go. Our best science space program. <laughs> Make it a one shot. Make one it a one shot. The, the, the Tasa like space program. Stream. We end the one shot when Tasa is to the moon and have her live. <laughs> for realism, you gotta name the ship the shit fuck too. We don't we don't retrieve Tasa. The episode just ends. Once she arrives, that's it. That's yeah. it. That's it. Once she arrives and survives. Yeah. 
Well, this was a fun brainstorming session now. <laughs> yeah, and actually, speaking of uh, upcoming ideas, uh, sort of to wrap this whole thing up, uh, what can we look forward to? What can we expect from Season 2? Okay, well, there's a lot in the works for Season 2. A lot that we haven't figured out and haven't decided. But I can tell you the following. Um, season 1, although lots of fun, had a lot of things that were wrong with it. There's a lot of things that were disorganized. We don't know what was going on. We don't know what's happened. We've lost track of a lot. And the audio also wasn't our prime. So the plan is for Season 2 to do a soft reboot. So most of the storylines from Season 1 are going to be shoehorned into being resolved. Um, if some of the cast want to change up their characters, they can, but some of the characters are going to be sticking around. But pretty much something's going to happen, and the next season is going to be in Taronia, which was the continent where a bunch of people had traveled from to Acatalia. So that's as much as I can give you for now. There will be more information coming up. There'll be a new banner of all the new characters. Still going to be the same stories with char same characters that you know and love, but a lot of the stuff that we did in season one is going to just be resolved, and we're going to be starting something new, almost. So it's new, but it's old at the same time. Season oh, one, that. two, Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much season two is going to be kind of like a new season one, but it's not going to be a new season one because we do have all the context from season one still there. Season one's like the prelude, huh? It's almost like a prequel, I guess, yeah. And a lot of the stuff that we worked on uh, that has happened, we had issues keeping track of what had happened. For example, Jake and I had this whole discussion about did he get a letter from his sister? To go south, we couldn't. Neither of us could remember. We never resolved it. We couldn't figure it out. I think he was right that he never got the letter, but there was something about fire going on that someone found out at some point. Anyways, like this whole trying to resolve all that is just not going to work. We're going to be way more organized for season two, um, and it'll be kind of new. So if you're a new person coming in. You can listen to season two without listening to season one. But if you're a season one fan, you're going to love season two. You still got a bunch of the characters that you know and love uh, continuing on. So we'll never die. <laughs> Until he does. Until he does. And then I'll play his son. Well, that sounds really exciting. Um, is there, before we like wrap this up for good, was there anything else anybody else wanted to add? Uh, any other questions you had for each other? <laughs> Why was Alton such a- Tassa is afraid of Goliaths. Uh, she's okay with the Goliath in the party because she's gotten to know him and everything, so she's a little scared of Goliaths now, but she basically she had a bit of an incident, like a run-in with a Goliath, uh, once. Or twice. Once. I'm sure she's pissed off her fair share of Goliaths, but this- particular group of goliaths got really annoyed with her and decided that she should be punted into the air. Um, so if you hear any jokes about punting the gnome, that's probably where they originated from. Uh, so you may notice in some of the pictures of Tassa she's got a little dent in her head that was caused by landing after being kicked by a goliath. 
so naturally she's a little bit wary around them. So the deal with Tassa and the Phoenix is uh, Tassa's sorcery comes from the way of the Phoenix or whatever. So basically, instead of straight up dying, uh, she was able to like be reduced to one hit point instead of zero, and then she was revived. Uh, and this wasn't a decision I made um, right away in the campaign. I was, I took like the default thing for a while and I, I don't know, I didn't know there were more options. So uh, we were talking and I was like, oh, this is kind of interesting. And that's how that came to be. And Tassa has funky fire powers now. My favorite moment uh, was actually one that I don't think ended up being recorded because something screwed up with the recording stuff. Um, but it was when uh, Tassa shrank herself and used a spell to like carry herself across a river and we like did a bunch of math and like it ended up working like just enough that she could get across the river and had like she had to swim a little bit but it was funny. Um, and I'm really mad that it didn't manage to fully make it in to the podcast. Mm-hmm.